In the podcast system, sexually awkward situations are considered absolutely hilarious. In the state of Texas, the dedicated G's who regurgitate these gag-worthy stories are members of an elite squad known as the Kiss Me Fat Boy Unit. These are their stories. I ain't got no panties on. Ain't got no panties on. T-shirt ain't no panties on. On the dance floor. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so before I get, I'm going to go ahead and give the disclaimer. Uh, You as a listener are deciding if this is a conversation or a confrontation regarding the topics we address. Listener discretion is advised. I added that little tidbit at the end from the last episode. Whatever. All right, we're back. Finally. Yes. After nearly four months. Yes. And after, before we begin, we have to introduce our new cast member. Her name is Kato, short for avocado, because she's a good fat. Mm. <laughs> Stupid. What? <laughs> no, I just want I'm to like, wait, what is going on right now? Who, could you, who, could you imagine? Could you imagine? I was like, someone just show up, show up right now. Right. Could you imagine someone showing up? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, I hate you. So, what's up? What's going on? Um, updates, much. updates. What's oh my god, um, it life. just feels like four months. I, I was telling Zach, um, yesterday, I was like, Man, can you believe it? I was like, We're already in July. I was like, We're already more than halfway, you know, done with the new year. Um, and it just still feels like it's like February, March. You know, the weather kind of had been a little bit slow to kind of heat up a little bit after shit. You know, we were kind of expecting like spring to start, you know, it's kind of warming up, but like. April uh, and May were fairly kind of cool. So that was kind of concerning, but I was cool with it. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm a sweater, so I'm going to take as many months as I can without having to worry about sweating. And then June kind of slowly crept in there with like a lot of rain and shit. And uh, then all of a sudden, towards the end of June, it started just boiling up. And I was like, fuck. I was like, <sighs> yeah, no, he's been brutal here mm-hmm. in Texas too. It's just been like scorching. Like, I don't even know. Like, this ain't the same weather we grew up with. This heat during the summer going to the water park like dude like i can't even walk outside and i fucking burn like and you know it's not even like the sunburn it's like i get dark and it's weird because like i was telling chris like i was like that's like one of my insecurities is like as a child because i was like you know i don't want this to be controversial but i was the the more dark skinned one out of the family where my sisters are like super light you know what i mean they're pretty much translucent mm-hmm. um, and you know they're super widow widow sorry and um, it, I don't know, it just used to make me feel like insecure. It make, it, I don't know, just, and it just carried over into being an adult because, um, well, <coughs> shock, shock, shock. I did, not anymore. I had a mm-hmm. second job um, where I was working outside recently. I just quit like a couple days ago. <laughs> I did it for like three months and I was like, you know what? I tried it. You know, it was just supposed to be like this healthier outlet because my trauma is staying busy. Um, that's just who I am. So I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna like sit here and be in my trauma, I might as well make it a positive one and make more money. You know what I mean? So among other things, but that's pretty much what it is. And I was going through something at the time when I actually um started the second job, which we won't get into because that's irrelevant now. Um but yeah, so like I have this insecurity with like getting darker, like and the older I get, the worse it gets. And it's weird, like like when I wear like my um remember those pride chunklets that you uh, hooked me up with uh-huh. yeah i wear those now for the last two years right so when i go to the water park and then it leaves like a fucking streak mark like a, a tan mark right and dude, it's like super obvious yeah yeah, yeah. every single fucking time well, it's because it it's forever it's the to straps. go away it's no, the no, straps, it is the straps. Cover, yeah. and i don't mind it right because you can't really see it but like when i see like the how it differentiates between like the shades 
Like mm-hmm. one is like, like, dude, I get super dark, like negro como la noche. But it's like it's um it's pretty dark, and it's just it makes me feel like um I don't know, it doesn't make me feel good. Self conscious, like no, not even self conscious. I mean, self conscious, yes, yes, yes. But it's just because like I feel like it doesn't look good on me, right? Like I like my regular kind of medium dark complexion slash light complexion. It's just I, you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah. So we well, yeah. got so much to catch up. First of we all, we really do. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. It was a good four months not having to worry about doing this shit, only because it's you know Joe said this a couple of uh, podcasts. Uh, shout out to Joe Budden. I love you, boo. Oh um, God, you're idol. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. This man no, idolizes uh, him. No, I idolize the fact that that man keeps up with topics because that was one of the things he talked about on the podcast where people kind of fizzle out is keeping up with topics. How do yeah. you keep topics fresh? And it's not necessarily about making your conversational pieces stay relevant. It's just even sometimes being very creative and creating something that not a lot of people would think of immediately. Like he was talking about earlier on uh, Saturday's podcast about like uh, cookout etiquettes, right? Like, what do you do when you're not invited to a cookout? What do you bring? Do you bring anything? Do you just show up? How you know? How do you kind of make your your uh, appearance not so awkward? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and it was it was kind of a funny little topic to talk about and stuff. But um, um, but no, I mean to think. I mean, shit. When was the last one that we did? Was it was it February or was it March? No, it was March 27th. I literally when I logged oh, into the app, yeah, did the recording, yeah, yeah. started the recording. I saw it. I was like, dude, nearly four months. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, anyways, I'm going to give you all the Cliff Notes. If anybody remember what Cliff Notes was, um, Cliff Notes was basically just the the midi, gritty, straight to the bone. Um, well, our <clears> demographic <throat> is between the ages of 28 and 35. So, I'm pretty sure 90s babies. <laughs> we are. Right. To some degree. Um, yeah. Because none of our listeners are throat babies, obviously. Um, <laughs> but no. Um, so, yeah. So, once we took the kind of, the you know, a couple of months off and stuff, you know, for me personally, uh went back to dallas stayed there for over a month was able to play rugby uh popped my ankle four times in the charlotte tournament fantastic tournament loved it i felt rejuvenated did you pop it, it or a... did you roll it no nah, i popped it that bitch went oh. pop lock yeah. and drop it right for real fucking baby huey or whatever his name is what's his name baby huey? yeah his name was baby huey right the artist who did pop lock and drop it was it baby huey right now yeah i think he got oh my shot or he died yeah no seriously oh. Oh, I think it was baby R- huey. yeah okay r.i.p um but um, yeah, no, it was you know also just a little little, little uh, update on my little lab life. Um, I to be honest with you, I needed to kind of just kind of let my feelings kind of like crash and burn. Um, not in like a crash and burn like oh my god everybody's dead on the plane. Um, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> There's a snake right, on no. the plane, and now you're dead on the plane. <laughs> no, it was just more like a you know it, I. I've been with this year is going to mark five months, five months, five years with Zach. And I really, you know, the guy that I was talking to you about and stuff that I'm going to fucking, I'm going to go ahead and put his ass on blast. His name was Tyler. Um, And I have never dealt with somebody. I I never met somebody who was emotionally damaged as he was. And I think that I had to learn this my own way that you can't save everybody who's damaged. Like as much as you want to, sometimes you got to let them go off in a corner and just, you know, fizzle the fuck away. Yeah. Um, you know, my my uh, my aunt used to always tell me, uh, just remember, if dogs can walk away and die in a corner that they, they choose to please, uh, that they please to choose. Um, what did she say? I don't know. Anyway, so she says dogs go off and die in the corners and shit. <laughs> she That's says, you know, kind of sad, very morbid. 
You know what? This is what happens when you're when your aunt's from Mexico and she just fucking does not care. Anyways, um, but I love her because her her thick skin was actually kind of what the the women in my life with thick skin very much motivated me to be who I am. Um, yeah. but anyways, so you know, I I will for all for I will forever appreciate the the way he kind of introduced himself into my heart, but. I don't want shit to do with him ever again. Um, not because he's a bad person, because I'm at that point in my life where uh, I'm at several points in my life. Uh, I'm at the point in my life where, you know, at the end of the day, I know that everybody always wants to give excuses for the people with like the mental health issues and stuff. Let and that's them, fine. And that's, let them. Yeah, exactly. Let, let them. them. Yeah. You know, I, I, I try to save people, you know, the thing about it, some people want to drown. You know, you can't. Well, just I mean, life. I think it's kind of how you view. Not, 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 you put it. No, in no, no. What mind, I'm saying right? is like, what I'm saying I, is, I don't want to put it out. Like, no, no, no. Hold on, let me finish this. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, with him, he has nothing. He, you know what? If he allowed someone to love him, he would be a fantastic boyfriend to whether it's one person, two people, an entire tribe, whatever. Right. Yeah. But the fact is, he does not allow people to love him. He will sit there and sabotage, shoot himself in the foot just to sit there and be alone because he is so used to death around him and not in a metaphorical way either that I think that for him. He's dead inside. Yeah, like, and and that's very sad. And, you know, I I can't be around. Yeah, I can't can't be around that kind of person because I'm always going to want to sit there and try to save them. So I had to kind of like, I tossed the one lifeline, a uh, one lifeline, one life raft out, and he chose not to catch it. And yeah. so be it. You know what? I'm gonna turn back and I'm gonna head back to shore. You know, um, he can be a wise tale or he can be a folk tale. You know, um, so, yeah. So you know, again, more said, it's, yeah. You know, and it's funny is I'm not. The only reason why I could probably sound a little bit like frustrated and or bitter is because, like, remember I told you I was down there for a whole month and a half and i let him know the dates and stuff and then he was just like this man was literally around the corner from my folk my mom's house and stuff and he knew prior to us you know you know before you and i kind of yeah. took the hiatus and stuff uh he knew very much the dates that i was going to be there and he showed enthusiasm and he did all this and stuff but you know what though it's just i wish him luck but uh moving forward um if you do not bring anything pleasant to the table uh experiences conversations direction uh, I'm just gonna walk past you like I used to know you, um, and that's not a bad thing. You know, I choose. I would. I would actually expect people to do the same thing for me too. If for some reason I'm not bringing pleasantries in your life, and you've tried, and I'm just not, you know, tugging at the stream, let me go. L I G. Let it go. Um, but yeah, like I said, let you know, let, yeah, let them. The let them. You know, let people show you who they are. You know, because at that point, you have to take that information that you get from them, and you have to make a, a cautious decision. You know. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, but you know what? But that entire experience though made me appreciate Zachary so much more. So when I came home, I literally came home two days early because I missed that man. Uh, that yeah, I haven't really left his side in over uh, almost a month. Damn it, flew by, right? You coming home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? <laughs> also, June didn't feel like Pride Month, but if it was Pride Month for you, then fantastic for me. Yeah. Wait, um, do you want to talk about the? Um, the accolade, or you're not ready for that yet? Um, no, not yet. You know what? That bitch keeps you pushed back a little bit because legal issues. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I I will once I do that. Um, yeah. Oh, but okay. you know what though? I also kind of do. I I do want 
to kind of start pushing the narrative and this, if we don't mind, is I really do want people to believe in people uh, again. It's very difficult to say that in the climate right now because everybody's just like, fuck this, fuck them, fuck you. Um, you know, and it's so easy to sit there and kind of lose sight of humanity. Uh, I know it's very cool to sit there and say, people are pieces of shit. People should just be gone. Let the world be run my animals. Yeah, you know what, baby girl, baby boy, baby them. Um, you have to realize that we are all we got, whether you want to choose to accept it or not. Uh, <laughs> we are all on this planet together. So I think I would rather sit there and try to make an attempt. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Will I revert to very similar uh, characteristic traits of mine when need be? Absolutely. But I don't want to sit there and be that person anymore. I don't want to just look at people as like, like problems or cautionary, like, you know, cautionary tape lines, you know? Uh, I don't, I just, I don't, you know, like, I feel like I've seen too much good since the absence and stuff from the podcast that I kind of still want to keep that going. Don't get me wrong. It's hard to wake up some days and just be like, I want to believe in people, you know, but baby steps. Take it over, DJ Ray Ray. Well, <laughs> well there's a lot that's been going on. I think I think you last... should very much talk about what you don't want to talk about just as a FYI. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll give a little background on it. So I think when we last spoke, I was kind of, not kind of, we were well into the journey of my grandmother and her pancreatic cancer. She was at stage one at the time. Um, and we just started radio. I mean, back then we had just started radiation. It was, no, 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 I'm sorry. That was May. I'm going to be all over the place. So May, she started radiation. She started her five sessions. It was within a two week span. Um, so we still have not gotten the results from that. She goes and gets her scans next week because it takes up to like about eight weeks for the radiation to still work. And then they'll let us know if there was a decrease in the tumor. Um, but then before all that started to happen, I mean, before in the midst of all that, she started to have severe kidney failure and my grandmother came to the decision that she does not want dialysis because it is too painful. She's, she's seen a lot of her best friends in the past um, suffer and then they end up just dying. So she's been through a lot of best friends who have been through dialysis. So she just made the best decision for herself, which I'm doing my best to respect it because <clears throat> it's a little bit of a contradiction for her to be like, hey, like, I want to go through all these treatments with radiation to try and beat the cancer as much as I can. But then here we come and we run into this huge roadblock of her kidney failure and she's refusing to do dialysis. And it was kind of like we did all that for what? So I've been struggling with that. You know, we've again, I'm doing my best to kind of comfort my grandmother and be supportive and be there for her and not pass judgment or really just give her criticism because it is her life it is her body it is her choice and i try to respect that and honor that as much as i can it's just i'm not ready for that to accept that too um i'm in a much better place with that because before i mean don't get me wrong i still have my days but you know i used to like have these random like bursts of like sessions where i'm crying i'm upset depressed it would just hit me more frequently a couple months ago than it does now. Whereas like now I'm kind of just having an episode like every two or three weeks now. So we're the, the you know, that's the update on my grandmother. Um, so in the midst of all that, you know, there other things were falling apart, like medically, I don't really want to give 
I don't want to like talk about like other people's stuff, but one is my stepdad as well. You know, his heart is not doing too well. So, you know, it's, um, we're dealing with that. Um, we're actually supposed to be dealing with that today too. There's another appointment that's coming up and we're going to discuss what's going to happen there. Um, cause it's pretty severe, but again, when I get more background, I'll update everybody. <clears throat> um, what else? Okay. So this is going to be a little bit of a toughie for me because um, I usually, I like to protect my privacy as much as possible. Like I am an open book, but you know, I am in the midst of all that happening as well. You know, me and Chris were a little bit tumultuous. Um, Then we, I'm just going to kind of just say we decided to take a little bit of a break, put a pin in what was happening with us because I had a lot going on. He had a lot going on and I'm not going to speak for him. I'm only going to speak through the lenses of myself. Um, I'm going to do my best at least. Um, I didn't prep him to tell him that I was going to talk about what happened, but um, it's fine. I'm pretty sure he'll be okay with it. Um, Hopefully he won't take my head off, but yeah. So we decided to put a pin in that and you know, it was, uh, there was a lot going on in my world. Um, A lot, a lot. And I was, not the best boyfriend. I'm not going to say that this is all my fault because it's not my fault. It's not all my fault. Um, but I have to sit back and reflect and realize that I was very much so a participant in, at the time, the demise of what, of our relationship. Um, I just wasn't healthy. And I, I'm, I was in therapy, but I wasn't as heavy in therapy as I was. I also, um, oh my God, you know, um, decided to get on medication because I needed to get into a better place mentally because, you know, my grandmother's situation really fucking broke me more than I care to admit at the time. And I was like, no, I need to get on medication. Um, I need to also um, distract myself, but a healthy distraction. And that's where I thought, not thought, but that's where I actually decided to get a second job. And, you know, I was like, you know what, if I'm going to be in my trauma, um, I need to at least, it needs to be a healthy coping mechanism um a healthy approach to it and you know what better way than to do it than getting a job where you can help people who want to be helped and who actually listen to you um so yeah that's what i did and you know me and chris took a break for about two months and then thereafter um we rekindled and things but they did it in but he, they rekindled in a very, very Giovanni way. <clears throat> I just want to give that shout out. Shout out to me for existing and uh, being able to sit there and spread the, uh, the can-do attitude. Yeah, I mean, I really, I, you know, Gio has seen, has seen me through a lot of different relationships. Oh, excuse me. And, um, you know, once I'm done, I'm done. And once I'm like, um, you know, because I've always played this. And I'm not going to say it's like an actual um, mind game, like it's a, an intentional mind game, but I've always known known how to use my my powers for good and sometimes for bad. And I didn't realize that until later on where I can really get into your mind. I can seep into your brain. I can get into your DNA. I just I can like literally jump inside your skin to where it's very um, it can be detrimental. It can be it can really fuck with you. Um and I don't intentionally try to do that. And the only reason I knew, I, I mean, I took notice to it is because <clears throat> I, 
I was vetting someone recently and um, to try and get them to um, be on the podcast um, to interview them. And I noticed that the questions I would ask them, like, I guess it would make them feel sometimes I'm not, they never said this. They never said this. I'm just, this is an observation for myself that I noticed where I'm just like, well, why would this person feel like it's okay? Or they got the green light to feel like they were like, Hey, um, I, I don't want to like be specific, but if you follow my personal IG, you'll know that I talked about like people overstepping and feeling like, Oh, because I'm interviewing you, like, you think that this is a way for me to get to know you or try to get into your pants or try to fuck with you. I, I, that's not the case whatsoever. That's not how I know me and Chris met that way, but it was more than that. Like we met and then he told me his story and I was like, yo, like there's potentially something here that I would like to broadcast or, or showcase, sorry, on our um, podcast. And it would be great. Like I was like, whoa. And then that's what bonded us. So he wasn't, I think I may have told a story backwards or wrong. Um, <clears throat> whereas like I was vetting him and then that's how we connected. No, it was actually the other way around. I met him. He actually hit me up and I was like, no, I'm not in a place to be in a relationship, but I'll take friendship. You know, I kind of just like, he shot a shot and I shot him down, but you know, he was like, cool with being friends. And then that's how it started. And then he told me a story and then I was like, Hey, let's have you on the podcast. So, um, yeah. So I just want everyone to know that that's not a tool that I'm using to try and get into your into your life and into, into you where you're feeling like I'm trying to get to know you or kind of like slither my way in into your heart and be like, Oh my God, like he asked me all these thought provoking questions and something that, you know, I usually don't get asked and he broke that barrier. And now he's like, I'm in love with him kind of thing. I'm not saying that always happens, but if I'm being very frank here, you do have to be careful with me because one night with me, one moment with me can turn into 10 years. So, you know, and I've said that before, but at the same time, it's, I didn't really fully realize it until that moment happened. And Chris was like, well, yeah, Ray, like you have a way of getting into people. I mean, you have a way of having people open up and I'm just like, oh shit. Like, yeah. So I don't know where I'm at with having people on the podcast because it's a little bit tricky trying to my relationship and then getting to know someone else because it's almost like low-key cheating you know how like actors they um you know they like have they scenes, kiss like, their partners and yeah shit. yeah and mm. it's like oh it's just acting and you know they're getting paid for it we're not getting paid for this this is this is a hobby you know this is something that's like i like to do you know whatever like to talk and you know whatever but you know and i have other reasons other motivations you know but I don't know. Like now it's going to be tricky to balance that because I'm not the type of person where I'm going to violate my relationship like that. And I don't want anyone ever fucking thinking that I'm trying to play game mm -hmm. or even like trying to cheat or anything. Cause I'm, I'm not one of those people. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's going to be tricky balancing that. I don't know where we're at with that interview. Um, maybe it's just making it very clear, like from the beginning saying, Hey, like I'm going to ask you all these thought provoking questions it may stir up some emotions. It may make you feel like, you know, hey, like, I don't know, you want to be drawn to me? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so that's a little bit. So anyways, yeah. So me and Chris are in a very, very, very great place. <clears throat> we are still a work in progress, you know, but we are together. We love each other. And that's what it is. Like, I'm happy. I'm more private now. I am, um, you know. Well, you have to be. I think that, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, 
there's a, a couple things. There's nothing wrong with people wanting to get to know you. I think that for each individual, you have to kind of set a boundary. Earlier when I brought up the whole Tyler situation, like when I told you when I was going to go to Dallas, I was like, I'm going to have to set a boundary. If this does not work in the way that I have expressed over and over and over and over, then I need to set a boundary and I can't cross it uh, for anybody. Because if not, then people think that they can go ahead and behave uh, or treat me in such a manner that is not acceptable, but because somehow we have uh, we've had a you know sexual encounter. We've had a couple of good conversations. It's no, that's that's no. Um, I'm I'm not as up to date with how like the Gen Zers kind of move and stuff when it comes to like how <clears> they <throat> set boundaries. For me, yeah. it's just more like a you know what I will vocalize if I'm okay with this or if not. Um, but for me, it's like I don't mind conversations with people. I think that a lot of people take conversations as flirting um i don't i still love talking to people even though in the past you know again moving forward this is a new geo or at least attempting to be a new geo or maybe a revamped or a rebooted version or whatever he's in his sophomore era Bear yeah with you know <laughs> but you know like i i still love interactions with people like even if it doesn't yeah. like it my encounters don't have to necessarily have a motive for sexual desire behind it you know what i'm saying sometimes it's just kind of like i like picking people's brains i like to get to know people i like to see people for who they are but everybody has something different for why they choose to contact the person why they try to befriend a person why they try to date a person or whatever right but you know at the hold on but at the same time though i think that it's best for you with your relationship or anybody's relationship like take people's opinions about certain things with a grain of salt because it's always easier to judge a relationship that you're not involved in and because everybody and their motherfucking mother has some song to relate some show to relate some mm -hmm. some life experience to relate from somebody yeah. else never themselves that's what's funny it's always my cousin's best friend's babysitter's sister's teacher from seventh grade did this or did that or experienced this. And I was like, damn, bitch, like you have to really know, like, how about this? Life's a gamble, right? Every single time that we gamble with something, whether it's a new job opportunity, it either can work in your favor or it doesn't. Relationships are the yeah. same way. Friendships are the yeah. same way. Like, we don't have to necessarily be vile towards someone's desire to have a friendship, to have a relationship with somebody. Like, there doesn't always have to be a cautionary tale with, you know, somebody and something new. Like, I think that people get this obsession. Um, you know, remember I told you about, like, uh, my thoughts and theories of Scream 6 were just like, uh, you know, America's obsession with crime docs and shit? Because that was essentially the premise, right? The premise of that film was you know, people's obsession with, with crime docs and stuff. Um, yeah. I think that people's obsession also in real life comes to almost telling somebody uh, a story that they heard or they've seen, or it, a lot of it's really just fiction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people sit there and watch these movies and shows and shit. And they think that it's real because somehow somewhere this had to have happened in person for it to be uh, in this scene, uh, in this moment uh, replicated or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, like I said, I, when you and Chris, you know, not to give too much information, when y'all were going to y'all's things, I told you, at the end of the day, whatever you choose to do is what you choose to do. I can't sit there and give my personal feelings on something that I'm not a part of. Yes, I know of it, but I'm not a part of it. 
Um, because you have to be the one to be okay with the relationship at the end of the day. That's why I told you me and my ex Daniel did not work out because he kept, he kept on favoring other people's opinions about our relationship. Um, not only that, but obviously because of the whole cheating thing, which I respected, you know, again, I had to learn some things about myself. He had to learn some things about himself. You know, here we yeah. are almost seven years later, whatever, whatever. Um, but that, that's what it is. You have to have experience in order to sit there and, you know, have well, hope I, and shit, right? Yeah, no, I think another thing is, too, is that I was really leaning on, like, my people, my tribe, my family, like, my close friends. <clears throat> and what was happening is I was having all these discussions with them and not having a discussion with Chris. So I oh, was yeah, sitting absolutely. here like regurgitating all these different things and just saying this, this, and this, but I wasn't having a conversation with my man. And that's really where I had to step back and realize like, bro, I run my mouth too much. Like I run my mouth way too much. And I'm just like, and I, and I'm not running it to the right people or to the right person at that time. And you know, yeah. another thing is too, is like, I don't want to make this um, a thing of like, this is all about my relationship, right? Because mm. I've worked through, we're, we're, and we're still working through it. You know, um, I've really done the work, the shadow work where it's like, I'm not leaning on my friends as much because, and you know, now that I'm not, like, there, now there's this discord between some of us, not all of us, but some of us. Mm -hmm. And it's really just opened my eyes. So not only was I running my mouth, I mean, not only was, Excuse me, I was running my mouth. That's another thing that I learned too. That where I'm just kind of just running and just not gossiping, but just because it's only my inner circle. My only my inner circle knows like shit. I mean, they're the, only the behind the scenes. The behind the scenes, yeah. So it's not like I'm running my mouth to Tom, Dick, and Harry. You know what I mean? So yeah, I had to learn that. But on top of that as well, like I started to actually realize I put my relationship on a pedestal, and there's all these rules, these strict rules. And until Chris finally told me, and I hope he's okay with saying this, he's like, bro, you have these, these unreachable standards and they're not unreachable, but they're, they're a little bit absurd at times, you mm -hmm. know, where they can't make these mistakes. They can't do this. They can't do that. It's real strict over here, baby. We might as well just be friends. You know what <laughs> I mean? So, you know, and he's like, but do you do the same thing in, with other people, like in your friendships and your family? Boundaries. He's like, set them. Yeah, though, that's where boundaries start to bleed in and they start to come. They start to actually, you realize like boundaries are needed. And he's like, but do you hold them to the same flame? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he didn't say that, but he said something else, you know. Um, I'm giving you all the PG 13 version. But, um, oh my God, so you know what we should do? We should like make an AI version of Chris's voice and like have him like repeat some of the shit that he said. So he's there and say, Javanization oh no. only. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I love my man, but we would get canceled real quick. Uh, no, I'm just no, kidding. No, no. <laughs> no um, but no, like he really checked me in that. Like I had to get, I, I got chin checked on that. He's like, bro, like, you know, like, are you holding these same people that are in your lives? you know, in the same regard, like, seriously, like, you know, it's just your relationship isn't the only thing that's like your environment where, you know, you feel like, oh, because my relationship's not working, like everything else in my life is just to shits. No, it's also mm -hmm. the people you surround yourself with. It's actually, it's probably mostly the people that you surround yourself with because Chris is not in my everyday orbit. He's in my life, but he's not like in my reach, like my physical reach or like, do I see him every other weekend? You know what I mean? So we are in a long distance relationship. So I long really term, short. Yeah, long. You're term. in a yeah, short, short 
long distance a long well, i mean term, again but... we're you know we're still in the beginning so yeah mm-hmm. you know we're, yeah one thing at a time so i had to really step back and evaluate like my friendships and you know there's one in particular i haven't had the discussion with them um that i felt like have you ever i don't know if they're gonna like this and um i'm gonna say it. I, no, no 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 don't say it. no 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 I mean, I, no, no i'm i mean like i'm gonna say what you may be alluding to in a way that hopefully they understand. No, not- I would, no, I, but I'm going to use my words, but I told gotcha. my friend, I don't know if they're going to like it when this episode drops mm. because I'm going to, I'm not going to call anybody out cause I'm not going to do that. But there's actually two things I want to like discuss about that. Um, you know, we talk a lot about relationships, intimate relationships are who we're with. Right. But we never talk about the the other relationships where it's like our family, our friends. Yeah. Like we really don't harp on those things. And now it's like, what's, what's your definition of a true friend? Like that's where I'm at in life. And it really, and it really, really, really like resonate. I mean, it really like did something in me where it brought something out where I was thinking like, bro, like, have you ever been somebody's friend and realized that they're not your friend? Like I, oh, yeah. I, I go through patterns. I mean, I, I mean, I judge off patterns. I don't judge off mistakes. And mm-hmm. I realized that one person in particular, I don't think that they were ever truly my friend because of when I think about the things like that they've done or the encounters we've had, or even the bonding that we've done. I think it's all based on trauma bonding. And the reason oh, I'm yeah. not giving someone's name is because like, it could be detrimental to like, situations a situation that they have going on right now and i'm yeah. not going to do that because even though i feel like there's a discord between us right now um i would never sit there and drag them like that because i'm not that type of person right um yeah i don't well, no, and i also I think... don't think that they're aware of what they're doing either oh yeah no 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 well see and this is the thing about it though and this is where i i personally i can't sit there and speak on anybody else not even like my partner or whatever but I remember a couple of years ago and stuff like that. Actually, it was during the pandemic and stuff where, like, you know, when you were kind of forced to be in whatever uh, surrounding you were in, whether it's an apartment with a family member, house, whatever, right? Um, you yeah. kind of had to realize who was responding and who was reaching out. Like, I understand that people have a lot of things that they're going through. Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, though, like, I'll have to look this up, but... Oh, it was like in that um, that Drake song, uh, Search and Rescue. You know, he said it. He was like, I give you the world, but there's other planets too. Um, And that mm. kind of, ha- that really kind of like hit it for me because I'm like, everybody always wants to sit there and say, oh my God, well, you know, there's a reason why people aren't reaching back out to you. You know, you never know what they're going through. Yeah, but you know what? At the same time though, it doesn't cost it doesn't take away from you being able to sit there and maybe, I don't know, alert the people that you call friends and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be dipping out for a minute. I just really need to kind of like just get some shit, you know, in order for me mentally, emotionally, physically. Uh, so don't be alarmed or whatever. But like, I'll I'll reach back out to you when I'm ready. Do you mind? You know what I'm saying? But then, then you have people who will be like, well, they don't have to do that. You know, people don't have to operate. Yeah, but nobody has to until it's you on the opposite end, right? And yeah, but if every encounter is like, hey, like I need to vent or hey, I need something, I need this. I get it. We all have our lives to go to. Like it's not always going to be like we're best friends, we're tied at the hip. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. going to be like how we No, have. but I meant for like the people you that are I mean? actually meaningful. You see what I'm saying? Because again, like a lot of and this is something that I've kind of struggled with and it's, you know, it's still something that I'm struggling with. Just because people know of you doesn't mean they know you. 
there's a lot of yeah. people that I know of that I don't know shit about. And I tell them, like, and I said, like, especially like if we're hanging out and stuff, and this is my attempt yeah. in true into a friendship with you, or at least to the baby steps of a potential friendship, right? Because I, I believe that people start off as strangers and then they work their way up into, you know, acquaintances. And then, you know, if you're, if you're yeah. lucky enough, you go into friends and you go into best friends and, you know, hey, you may go into partners. Who knows, right? Um, but there has to be an effort made on both sides. And I think that yes. a lot of people tend to rely a lot on the, the maybe the energetic friend or the, the planner friend. You know, for the things that um, are able to occur with them in participation. And that's the part that's kind of annoying and shit. Because when I lived in Dallas and stuff, I was kind of always more so, uh, you know, because my friend group switched up a little bit, right? Because, you know, people move in and people move out of Dallas, right? You know, hey, you know, all respect to it. You know, sometimes Dallas is for people and sometimes Dallas is not, you know, I I included, right? Um, But it kind of sucked when I kind of like was working on like my third set of friend groups. And then that kind of just, you know, cause, uh, you know, Mo and Jeremy, fantastic friends and stuff. It's just that life hits you, right? As you get older, life hits you in different directions. Right. Yeah. And your recovery isn't as quickly. Uh, and by that, I mean like, okay, cool. You know, Jeremy joined the military, right? Uh, most kind of like playing with moving to LA. Uh, so, you know, there you go. Boom. It's kind of disbanding. Right. And that's okay. You know, we kind of still keep in contact with each other, you know, maybe not as often as we did, but yeah. it was kind of trying to make the friends after them that kind of was just like, fuck man, this is like really, you know, like this is kind of hard, you know? Um, because if you don't share common interest, people won't gravitate towards you. You know, a lot of people don't gravitate towards me because I don't talk about drag. I don't talk about like the kind of shit that other people have interest and it's not a disrespect or disregard to their interests and stuff. It's just that I love people's interests. So I might not necessarily know who's on drag race on who's touring and who's doing this and that, but you know what though? It doesn't mean that I'm not lending an ear for you to sit there and tell me why this person is funny or why this person is a role model or icon or whatever the fuck to you. Like I love knowing about people's interests, right? But just because I expressed uh interest doesn't mean that it's reciprocated in my end because somehow they're just like well i have to do the one i have to be the one to do all the talking um and it's going to get a little tiresome because you know what are you going to really bring to the table and i'm like "Mm, that's that that's a valid you know statement but that's also unfair because yeah you know when i would go out to events and stuff like that you know whether we went to like new orleans for southern decadence or whatever I always notice that everybody always hung out with the same fucking friend group from back home. And it never made any sense. It's like, why do y'all travel if you're only going to hang out with one another? It's like, why not try to sit there and branch out and bring somebody new into the table? And I know people can sit there and say, well, you know, you can't just trust everybody. But bitch, somebody took a, t- uh, took a um, what is it called? It took a chance on you, you know? And it's just like, I. that's why I, I said earlier and stuff that I want people to believe in people again. It's just not always reciprocated in the way because i don't know we have like this very fucked up way of looking at one another whether gay straight or whatever right um but i you know to answer your question about friendships and stuff i think that if you're going to be a friend you have to just take all possibilities into consideration yes can you you know put the hammer down or a boundary uh, when your friend is emotion uh, is emotionally like draining the shit out of you with like stuff that are completely out of your hands, absolutely. But you can't just be someone's friend when only the good is happening. You know, 
Yeah, or and like I think that's something. another thing too, where I was, you know, I am very much so a what's the word I'm trying to think? I well, you're thinking was that remember who can drain? I can drain yeah. someone and someone in specific where I was just kind of leaning on them and telling them this, 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 and this until finally they told me. And then I kind of changed, not kind of, I did change it. And I was like, you know what? They're right. Like, I don't need to be, you know, go to therapy, go to therapy. And it's like, you just can't be putting all that, you know, weight on someone. Like you need to discuss it. Like, just like even with your relationship. But what I'm learning now is like what I need for my friends. And I didn't realize it until like all this started happening with me where I was like, I don't need my friends to buy me stuff or do this or do that. Like, it's not the physicality of it. It's more so the emotional side of it. I'm an emotional individual where it's like, how are you, friend? Um, do you need something? How's your grandmother? Like, I'm not getting I'm getting that from some people, um, but not everyone. And it's like no one's really checking in. No one's doing a temperature check. And I was realizing, you know what? This is what I need from friends. I need them to be there for me. I need to be able to talk and vent and discuss and cry and do all those things and not it just be one-sided because with that specific person it is very much so one-sided and i don't think they realize it and i <clears throat> and i and i want to say this like i'm not trying to um paint them as like a villain or a bad person they're not i just think that they're not aware of what's happening and what they're doing and you know another thing is too is that like what happens is we also get so wrapped up in our relationships, our jobs, that sometimes we don't have the bandwidth <clears throat> for extra shit. All we can give is to our relationship and our job, and then a little bit here and there. So sometimes people don't have, you know, the space to hold that space. Like they don't have the bandwidth. They don't have the mental capacity. All they can give is just to these two lanes and that's okay. But you need to be, be aware vocal of that. about that. But I think no, you yeah, should yeah, also you be have vocal. to be aware of, because it took me a lot of times. To, I mean, it took me a lot of years too because I was very much so about my career and my relationship. Gio can tell you; he can attest yeah. to. It. Like I didn't, I don't, I didn't know how to be a real friend. I mean, I did, but like I couldn't give too much because all I was giving was to those two areas in my life, right? But there does come a point in your life where you need to realize: Can I give to other things? Do mm -hmm. I need to give to other things? Should I give to other things and not just these two things? But I think it's best where you they're not really giving back the way that mm -hmm. they should. And but let me ask you a question. That's okay, though. That's oh. okay. But it's like, I don't know that I can have space for people like that in my life right now because right now I need my friends to do a temperature check. They need to check in with me. They need to. I, that's what I need. They don't need to. They don't have to. But then you're just not my people. And I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but I need those things. I need that fucking support. If you're not going to help love me, then don't help hurt me, is what mm. I'm saying. And I'm not saying that they're they're hurting me, but they're also not helping me. Yeah. They are not helping me. Well, this is, again, the way that I think as I uh, – one of the reasons why Zach and I will laugh about me and stuff is he'll be like, I'll, I'll tell him that I am an ideas guy, right? And sometimes I think of ideas that other people don't. Uh, and it's, you know, hey, again, we, we've had this conversation, you know, you can't fault people for responding or reacting or thinking the way like you would, right? Because they're them for a reason. Yeah. And again, absolutely, right? Because I know that if I had friends very similar to me, I'd be like, what the fuck, you know? Because um, I'm sometimes off-putting, sometimes I'm a lot, sometimes I'm a little, right? Um, You're a lot. But, but, I, <laughs> but I at least tell people where they stand at with me when it comes yeah. to friends, right? Yeah. And that's the part that I, I don't like when it comes to friend groups 
is that nobody takes the initiative like when y'all are starting to really, really hang out and fuck with each other and like plan trips and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I think that every friend group has to get to a point where they're telling the other members, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, we're kicking, we're enjoying a little couple of drinks here and there. Hey, I just want to let y'all know that, you know what? I'm going to just so that way everybody in the, you know, in the room knows we're on the same page. Hey, I'm not necessarily the most reliable friend or I am the most reliable friend, or I'm the friend yeah. that you can call me at, whatever. Like, you have to kind of know who you can. But you know what's crazy is people like to say certain positive shit, like, oh, yeah, I'm the friend that's always going to be there for you until it's time for, their, for them to be there for you. And then they're no mm. And mm. Or they're like, oh, my God, I'm the friend who's always going to sit there and have your best interest until it's time to have your best interest, and they're telling you to fucking jump off a roof. Um, you know, like, it, this is, again, it... People will say BuzzFeed words or like little fucking hashtag trend words and stuff because it's cute. Nobody wants to be alone forever. Nobody wants to not have friends. But at the same time, though, I, this is why I tell people, let me know right off the bat who you are. Don't let me find out. Because once I find out that I'm going to have to sit there and make the cautious, uh, the conscientious decision to sit there and say, are you someone that I can trust? Or are you someone who is going to be a liability for me? Because, because imagine, you want to be able to place people in certain yeah. boxes. You're, you want to be able to be like, okay, I don't want to go out of the so I can put you in exactly. this box. I don't want to go out of town, out of the country, <clears throat> out of my way to hang out with people that if for some reason I disappear, they're just going to keep on partying. You see what I'm saying? Like, like you know, you and I, right? Like, we have been friends for 14 years. Um, if for some reason you and I went out somewhere, right, and all of a sudden you just dipped out and I haven't heard from you and I've been texting you, like, yeah. I'm going to sit there and be like, yo, where the fuck? You know, like, until you yeah, respond no. and let me know where you're at, yeah. I'm not good. Because, you know, like, do you ever see those, like, those uh, docks and shit like that where people end up murdered or missing and stuff? And they're just like, I ne they were at the party. I didn't hear from them. Oh, my God. I just thought that yeah. they were. You're not one of those. Yeah, yeah no. no, no. Because... I take time to invest in knowing who people are. I may not necessarily know who you are at each and every single moment because we're different and, you know, we are humans. And sometimes our emotions have the best or the worst, you know, um, take on us. And that's okay. But also, like, if you're going to disappear or whatever, just let me know who you are. That's all I'm saying. Like, and, and I think for you, you need people to over explain. I, I don't need people to over explain. I'm fine with meeting people and then getting to know them and then taking my time. I can do those things. But throughout time, I'm, I'm giving you grace, too. So I'm giving you grace. I'm giving you nothing but air and opportunity to fix things. I mean, if people don't know what's happening, they can't fix things. And that's another mm -hmm. thing that, that I'm, I discovered about myself is that when I'm operating from the emotional state of anger, I know how to set a boundary. But when I'm disappointed, hurt, um, scared, or upset, I don't know how to set the boundary because I only know how to, I'm on go when I'm in when I'm in the anger state, or when I'm in the upset. I mean, in the um, even enraged or violent mm -hmm. ray. Oh, trust me, doesn't believe is a. I'm gonna let you know straight up from the gate up. Once you piss me off, I'm gonna let you know. I can set the boundary. That's the only time when I'm in that emotional state that I can set a boundary. Other than that, I can't. I can't tell my friends, hey, you're on a Wednesday at 2.03 p.m. And they reach out to me and they're like, hey, how's everything going, blah, blah, blah. And let's say I don't feel supported by this friend. And I'm, oh, I'm doing good. How are you? And then I make it all about them. And then they tell me everything about themselves and what's mm -hmm. going on. I don't know how to tell them, hey, you know what? That's great. I know you have a lot going on. You've been telling me this about You've been telling me this like time and time again that you have all this stuff going on. But how about you We talk about me and what I'm going through and what I may need or the support that I may need or what I'm going through with my grandmother and mm -hmm. just hear me vent. I don't know how to do that. And I would 
but with Chris, I know how to do that, right? Like I well, know that's how because to when you get set to... the boundary, tell them, tell him when yeah. he's pissing me off, tell him when he's doing wrong, and then it feels like I put all that weight that I should be putting on my friends on him. And I didn't realize it until I took a step back. I had to really realize that. Like your partner, they can be your everything, but they shouldn't always be your everything. You should still have other support systems because you can't put the weight of the world. Not all partners can take that on, especially mm-hmm. if they deal with stuff that you deal with that are very similar. If you're very similar in the, in the same mental capacity or if they're worse or if they don't, they've never dealt with it. They don't have any trauma. They come from a great life. It, you just have to know their, their boundaries are so important. I know I've talked about it before, but no, I felt like the last leg in my life, not in my life, but like at this point in my life, in my thirties is really setting boundaries and also telling my friends like, Hey, like, I don't feel like, I don't know. Like it's like sort of like, um, a one-sided friendship. Yeah. But it's also like, I'm kind of coming to the realization that I don't know if I want to be their friend anymore. Like, and I can't believe I'm saying that because I should be having a conversation with them because I know that I don't know if they're going to hear this or not. They may, they may not um, because this is our comeback episode, but, Mm -hmm. and they're probably going to feel like, is this about me? Is this not about me? Like, and it could be, and if it is about you reach out and maybe this will, this will be the catalyst that starts the conversation. But I I want you to know that I'm not trying to drag you or make you Mm -mm. or frame you in any type of way. I'm just simply saying I have issues telling people this. Oh, yeah, because, you know, you and I have had the same. It's my fault, too. It's my fault, too. You and I have had those same predicaments. I remember 20. Let me see. Oh, shit. We had a first. Before before you say that, but I just want to say this. The one thing that I do, because there was a lot of people who were championing, 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 whatever, (laughs) that I no longer be friends with you. But the one thing that I did learn about being friends with you is that, bro, we can go. And have a great fucking time, but at the same time be arguing, cussing each other out. Well, mostly me cussing you out because you really don't. It, unless I piss you, piss you off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But and go off on each other. But we can still figure our bullshit. And we can still get through our bullshit, bro. And we can still tell each other the truth. And that's the most important. Those are the friendships that I want, where I can tell my person, and not so much how I tell you, like where it's just like, oh, you being a bitch, or oh, mm-hmm. you 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 being too fucking emotional, or you know what, like you're being a fucking ass, whatever. I I don't have to have those same relationships. But I want the ability, the space to be able to tell all of my friends, the friends that I have, hey, you're fucking up. Or hey, this looks crazy. Because that's another thing too. Like for me, the the definition of a real friend for me, I'm not going to say for everyone, is someone who can be there for you through every season. Not every single time, but at least be able to be like, you know what? Like I support my friend. In this season, in the off season, in the great season, in the in the game season, in the comeback season, whatever season there is, they're mm-hmm. able to support me in some way and say, "Oh, we just didn't go to Mexico together," <laughs> yeah, or we or we, we just didn't take this trip together, or you know, whatever. And you know, it's just it, it's more than just that. Like, I'm gonna start using because before, like, I would be like, "Oh, this is my friend. This is one of my best friends. This is one of my really good friends." No, I have to take that term very serious because my friends are my family. Like I have friends of like 15, 16, 17, 18 years plus. So I need to take that serious. And I don't know. Like, I just feel like we harp a lot on our intimate relationships and not our friendships. They are. And, and the reason 
I'm bringing this to the forefront, to the light, is because they probably more than our relationships shape our environment, shape our perception of things, um, our understanding of how the world moves when it comes to human beings. Like our friendships are the ones that really start the forming mentally of like how relationships would be. Not one of, not the main one. The main one is usually because how you parent, I mean, how your parent is how you partner. I've told you that before. Mm. How you parent is how you partner. How, how you were parented is how you're going to partner. That really shapes the biggest, um, the biggest mind frame of how you are as an adult with your relationships is really how you are being parented. But also I, I feel like a, a, the relationship that has a big stake in that as well is friendships. Oh yeah. And then relationships. But, so kind of deviate our topic. So I saw this movie called bodies, bodies, bodies. Have you heard of it or seen it? No, I think I've heard of the title though. Yeah. So, is it in theaters or is it like, no, a, no, no. It was like, to movie. It was, no, it, it was in movies. Uh, it had Pete Davidson, some other people. Some other oh people. yeah. 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 I didn't hear nothing yeah. about it, but I heard the title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when you said Pete yeah. Davidson, yeah, yeah. No, you know what's funny is that I really, and this is going to sound so patronizing, and it's okay because, hey, you know, there's always room for area of improvement, right? Um, I really don't envy this new generation behind us and the way that they're friends, like, because they'll say certain stuff like, you're triggering me, you're giving me PTSD, you're giving me all this shit, right? Like, this this horrible weight to bear. But they never, at least not from what I've gathered, are giving them anything to work to repair. It's like you're harming me, you're hurting me, you're destroying me. But yeah. here's how you can repair me, or how here's how you can, you know, um, help. Because remember, uh, you were there when Daniel and I broke up, and and Daniel was like, "I want you to go shatter a plate and then put it back together and see how many pieces are missing." <laughs> I hate you. Like, you were doing no, so serious yeah. at the time, <laughs> and I was gonna go do it. I was like, "I'm gonna put this motherfucker. You know, I'm, I'm gonna go super go this shit." Well, uh, yeah, but, no, because it's like when something breaks. If the pieces never, are big enough, you can yeah. put them back together. But when something breaks and it shatters, it's yeah, you can't put it back together. But you know, um, anyways, the premise of the movie and stuff like that is basically like there's this very they're you get to know them, they're friends for years or whatever, but they all are very uh, you know, what's the new trendy word to use? Toxic. Um, they're in my <laughs> day, we just call them pieces of shit. Um, and that's what they were, but because they were so reliant on each other's pieces of pieces of shittery, they were ignoring the problem. They would just sit there and keep letting the day go by, the yeah, week go by, exactly. the month go by. And then you know what? That builds resentment. Yep. And then I'm you just don't like, even realize it. Oh no. And then you know when when the when the story really started getting down to the nitty-gritty and stuff, all these people had a lot of shit to say to one another. And I'm just like, whoa, mm. y'all were friends with each other and you mm. harbored that? Like, mm. no, because that's why people were probably always championing you and I's demise and stuff because they're just like, well, Gio always be doing that. Yeah, but you know what Gio always be doing? Gio is going to fight for what's right. Yep. What's right for him, what's right yeah. for his friend, what's right for, you know, what's you know what's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that this is where you have to understand, like, you know how everybody's always like, you know, these days, like, cut the check, cut the check. You know, I fucking really hate people sometimes. But you know what? I'm, I'm learning to be love you. I'm, you know, put that back out there. <laughs> but yeah, you we're, know we're not all perfect. I don't, grace no, no, is no. given. You no, but you, yeah. But at the same time, though, if you're talking about a financial gain from people, then you also need to be like, hey, you know what, friend? I need an emotional check from you. 
what? I need a, a physical check from you. I need um, uh, a mental check from you, you know, emotional, mental, and physical yeah. check from you. Like, you know, everybody wants this financial. Everybody was always like, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. People, you know, payment, 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 payment. But not every single payment has to come into a form of currency. It can be an emotional. It can be a, a physical. It can be a mental. And that's where people, are think, are kind of deviating away from that because we have everything around us. And we're listening to people sit there and say, F them, they're pieces of this, you know, they're toxic, really, really that it's like they're it's almost like people are telling you to get away from people to then manipulate you. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it's we're all not... but we're all selfish, and that's what I oh no, no, you're right. Absolutely, point, we're all gonna be selfish. Mm. And I think if people realize that at some point a person who you're attached to, their selfishness is gonna kick in. Now, listen, I understand that because I'm the type of person where it's like if it comes down to it, like I have to pick me, then I will pick me. I will consider you, but if I ultimately have to pick me, I will pick me. I know how to pick me for the most part. But the thing is, is that like with this person, I've offered them and not even just them, like people in general, like I, I've gone through peaks and valleys with a lot of my friendships, um, but it's never gotten to the point where I've ended a friendship. I think I've ended one friendship where and then with you but it's different we're just different we're built different right but we always come back to each other because we're just mm -hmm. like soul ties you know friendships why friendship wise but that's the thing like i want people to know that i've offered grace to a lot of my friends where it's like i give them time time to come in and, and realize and be aware but this individual is just not realizing it but i don't know how to also tell them that because i don't know if that's my place to tell them that because that's another thing too where some friends i can't hold the space of giving you feedback mm -hmm. because they're not ready for that. And if you attack me or you come at me sideways, listen, like I told you just a couple minutes ago, when I operate from anger, oh, you gonna get it. Like it's up for you. Like I'm gonna let you know straight up, like this is who I am. And you're not finna play with my, you, you just not finna play with me. Like it's not finna happen. Like I will let you know. But other than that, I'm not gonna do it because I don't like, I've worked because it makes you feel uncomfortable. That's why a lot of people I mean, don't do. Don't make me feel uncomfortable. No, 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 I'm no, real no. good at it. Shit. No, no. What I'm saying is, that's why I remember I was telling you, like in the beginning, everybody has to have the levels of uncomfort in order yep. for them to be comfortable. To yeah, because remember, like again, super side note, completely random. Remember we talked about douching and stuff, right? That was kind of like weird in the beginning for you, but like for me. I was like, it's part of the process, bitch. We're talking about, you know, let's get this. Let's get into the nitty gritty. But not yeah. a lot of people favor uncomfortableness in the beginning because they don't know how to handle it. That's why when you're asking, you know, like, should you sit there? Absolutely. Because I like how you just threw douching out. Like, it was no, very, I know, like, matter of fact. No, 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 no you're just saying, like, but it's, <laughs> but, but you know what, though? It's, it's what's funny is I think about this, like when females sit there and, you know, ask, you know, this is what this is why I love females, because. I think that they're just they hone their body in a different way than men do, especially gay men. Um, it's yeah. like, you know, when their time of the month hits and they somehow don't have what they need to sit there and go to the bathroom and take care of it, they'll ask their homegirl, hey homegirl, do you have a pad? Hey, homegirl, do you have a tampon? You know, something and, and some people would be like, What? Are you really asking? Yeah, because they know what's up, you know what I'm saying? Um, but the thing about it though is it's like everybody needs to get uncomfortable in order for mm -hmm. it to be comfortable but yes. i'm not saying that every single thing needs to come with a level of uncomfort because we're not again it's you have there's a process you know there is a process but i i think that for you if it pertains to you and you're coming from like, remember remember when you know you and you know 
you and Chris were going through y'all's things and stuff. And I would ask you, are you coming from a place of maliciousness? Or are you coming from a place of genuineness? And you would always tell me genuineness. So as long yeah. as you're coming with genuineness, I feel like no one can sit there and tap you on the shoulder and be like, you did me I wrong. I mean, there was this one incident where I lied about it, but Chris knows about it. And then No, 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 <laughs> but I'm just saying. I got caught. But it was because <laughs> the benefit of like trying to get my relationship into a better place. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, I'm not saying 100% you're always going to have the best intentions. Mm-hmm. Like best intentions versus their best interest are two different things. I want to I want to let people know. Like best intentions is like okay, your intentions. Best interest is what's better for them, the other party. Those are two different things people, and I need people to di- be be able to differentiate between that. And right now I'm operating from a place of um what are the best intentions for me? I mean, th- th- what's my best interest? Sorry. Like, because they're not, I don't think that they have the best intentions with me, but it's because they're blindly unaware. And that's okay. That's cool. And you know, another thing is too, I wanted to address this because there was an issue that happened that came up a while back and I'm not going to name drop this, Mm -hmm. but when I try to start a friendship with somebody, I'm just going to say this for future. Don't lie to me. If I confront you or you give me some information and it is information that could ne- that could try and shape my future or something, it could affect what I currently have going on, a relationship, a friendship, anything, even a job. Please don't lie to me. Because once I find out find out you lie to me, there is no friendship, especially if we're building towards a friendship because this was an associate. And, you know, I had them on the podcast and, you know, it's not cool. I'm not going to say who it is. You know, I'm pretty sure that I said that people are going to be, be able to like narrow it down to like certain people. But and this is probably going to be the first time because I ended that path to friendship and I told them, listen, it's not cool. And I needed to say that because I'm not a confrontational person, but I need but I, I'm also setting the president for people. I mean, for future friends where it's like, listen, bro, like if we're building something and you betray my trust, I listen, I get it. People fuck up. I'm not saying you can't fuck up. But when you blatantly lie to my face, when there are screenshots and there is proof, and even then you're still denying it, bro, we we, we can't, I have to end that. And there's no bad blood. I have no qualms with you. I don't talk bad about you. I don't feel no type of way about you. But I needed to use that example and set that president and that tone for future potential people who want to be my friends bro I, I do not hold space for people who like to blatantly lie in front of my face and especially if you're caught and then you're still denying it so i Tried to say that because i'm not you know like i, I again like i told them when because i again when i operate from a place of frustration or anger um i know how to set my boundary and i told them i'm not going to sit here and drag you i'm not even going to call you out I mean, I did a little bit of call out right now, whatever. If they want to respond, that's fine. I'll take it on the chin. You know, I'm Natalie Nunn. But, you know, but just don't let it go beyond that, please. Because I don't want to sit here and have a back and forth with you because we, we still, we're still cool. I mean, we're amicable. Like I told them, we see each other. What's up? How you doing? Keep it moving. Like, that's all it's going to be. Just pleasantries. Um, so I needed to, I needed, again, to get that off my chest because that was something that happened in the middle of the break as well, where I don't play like that. I don't play like that, bro. Like, I, I don't play like that. Like, please don't play with me like that. Because I give you what you give me. 
you know, and it's not, not no shots fired. I'm not trying to say, you know, I'm finna, if I see you, what's up? No, it's none of those things. Like, we have no bad mm-hmm. luck. We we discussed it. We moved on. But I needed to address that because that happened during the break. So, and it also pertains to, like, building a friendship because we were building a friendship. I thought they were going from an associate to a friend. And then I find out that it's not. And that's okay. Like, just like dating, like, you try, you're trying to find out how compatible you are. And we just weren't compatible. Mm-mm. And loyalty, honesty, and respect are the, one of the biggest things for me. So, like, once you violate that, again, there's grace. But if you blatantly violate that and, you, and you're so adamant about it, bro, I'm not. Um, that, that leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I'm sorry, but this ain't for me. I respect you. I wish you well. But y'all ain't finna play in my mouth like that. Mm. Okay? Unless you're my man. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's where we are. Friendship. What's what? What is a real friend to you? What What's the definition of a real friend to you? Like, and that's what it is for me. Someone who can be there for me in all of my seasons emotionally. I don't need you to buying gifts is great. Like, I love gifts. One of my love languages is gifts. Um, but for my friends, I need that emotional support. I need you to show up for me. I need you to call me. I need you to check in. I need you just to let me vent and not just it be a one-way street. Like it needs to be a two-way street. It needs to be, it's just a coin. There's two sides to every coin, you know? And sometimes you have to flip that coin and let that other person like vent. Whereas you're just constantly calling just to like bounce ideas off. And not really hearing them like you do, but then you're just like, okay, let's get back to me, you know? And it is, it's fine. It's totally fine. And I know some of my friends, my good friends are going to be like, is this about me? And then I will be honest with you. I will be very frankly honest with you. Like, cause that's the only way again, hopefully this is the catalyst into a conversation, you know, to a bigger conversation, a deeper conversation. And we can repair that. Um, But if we don't, that's okay too, because I know how to let go. I know how to listen. I don't know how to do no contact. Real good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But pussy pink, booty hole brown. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> but this is a good episode. A good first comeback episode. Like you know I'm what really I like? Excited. I like that I never really got to answer what is a friend. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no friends. You, go ahead. Right. I'm your only friend. Right, I'm your friend. <laughs> All my friends are dead. No, just, <laughs> no you know what's friends funny? The end, okay, right, I'm Chucky. I'm Chucky. Right. This is the end, friend. <laughs> no, that's yeah. So um, for you, go. You know what's funny is that in a little weird fantasy world of mine, I think that my level of friendship, like what I kind of hope to have as a friend, you know, or friend groups one day, is that people could just randomly show up and enter a door code into my house and like just come in. Like, because again, it's not like Zach and I are be pounding. We're not always going to pound town or doing anything like that, right? Sometimes, like <laughs> <Not> Zach, <laughs> right? Pound town. <laughs> but you know, Zach and I just really, this is what's so funny is we had a couple of friends over this past weekend for Fourth of July. And like, I kind of had to apologize to them, like when I was vacuuming and cleaning and all that stuff. I was like, hey, you know what? To, to be honest with you, this is us on the weekend. Like, we just kind of, like, run through chores and stuff and get shit done, whatever, whatever. And they're like, no, this is cool. I like this. This is just real, like, behind the scenes kind of just chill shit. Like, shit that people do every single time, you know? Like, to keep their house in order, right? I was like, oh, absolutely. Respect, yeah. whatever. So, for me, it's like, I um I would love for just friends to be like, hey, are you home? I'm like, yeah, what's up? I'm coming through. All right, cool, whatever. Like, even if you stay for 5, 10, 15, an hour, two, whatever, right? Like, just, I want 
that kind of level of friendship just to be like, you know, maybe not even like necessarily come to talk and, you know, to like have full blown, full conversations at times, but just to kind of like lay, like not like lay next to each other, but like lay across from each other. We're like, they're just like, you know what? I'm here. I'm in a different atmosphere. Yeah, you want to fuck all your friends. No, no, no. This has nothing to do with sex. No, no, no. This has the, no, no, no. That's why I said not. No, I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. You know what's funny is again after the whole you know coming back from Dallas thing and stuff, I've kind of reevaluated like, like some of the stuff that that even that right. Like for me right now, I'm not really, I'm not like, I'm not really trying to fuck anybody. Like I'm just trying to get you know gather this content up for like the next year and a half, almost two years worth of content, whatever, so that way I can just kind of like chill and just focus on other stuff. Like I know this is gonna sound problematic, but I don't really care because again, everybody's always a different. Everybody to somebody is a problem, but not everybody to everybody is a solution. Boop. Um, did you mm. hear me? Let me say that again. Everybody to everybody <laughs> might Pull be a problem, but back. not everybody. <laughs> but not everybody to everybody is a solution. So I'm really trying to be on like my Jeffrey Star shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to build empires. I'm trying to say and kind of just no for real. I'm trying been to like, canceled so many times, but go off. King. But you know what's funny though is every you know. Even when shows are canceled or people are canceled, you know what happens? Syndication. They come back again. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all got to understand, like, you can't just, like, this cancel culture shit that y'all are obsessed with doing, that's fine. But sometimes you can't cancel somebody. Like, y'all, I've seen the gay community try to cancel Dave Chappelle, and guess what he's doing? Thriving. I've seen people try to sit there and cancel Roseanne. Guess what she's doing? She's thriving. Like, but everybody is not everybody for everybody. Roseanne is not thriving. No, 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 but she is though on the opposite end. How? No, 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 I'm talking about the, I'm not, I'm talking about like this is like what I'm saying is just because you don't fuck with that person doesn't mean that somebody else won't fuck with that person. And even in a financial way, because again, like I, I know I'm not going to sit there. I mean, again, I understand what she said recently on, on a podcast and stuff. Like it was a very satire joke, but I don't think that it was done in a way that kind of like took people by like oh i see what she means because the number in which she talked about was the exact number of people that actually were affected <laughs> so that's why people don't i guess people didn't get it but it's not a joke that i, I didn't funny. fart guys that was my chair sorry <laughs> no i was, it, I was saying, for me it wasn't a joke that i found funny because it just you know sometimes certain things are funny for other people you know and sometimes things are not um but that's what I'm saying is, like, there's always somebody that somebody else can run to. You see know what I'm saying? That's why I always joke when people sit there and try to cancel racists or whatever, like, actual true. I need people to also in, uh, invest. Oh, my God. You know Where what? are we going with no, this? No, 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 no. You know what? This, you know, I, I want everybody who keeps using the word racist or homophobic or misogynistic, people who, who think that they know the definition, I want people to ask for their family or friends to buy them a dictionary for Christmas this year. Yes, because lighting, because y'all use that shit very little. Yeah, you know what? Every, again, like these are all like little hashtags, little trending buzzword, Buzzfeed words, and I get, I get it. You want to sound relevant, but yeah, it's it's called it's called being selectively woke. You're selectively woke to certain things and so selectively woke to um, buzzwords to hashtags. Yeah. yeah, but you know what though? Like y'all are f- really failing to stay relevant when y'all are sounding ignorant. Um, but no, but anyways, uh, yeah, like I, I, I don't need friends that want to always do something. Sometimes just like chilling at the house, watching a movie that may or may not be good, or just having dinner—that's enough for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting to the age where like I'd rather build like you know, like plan a big moment for us, like during the year and maybe not always have constant big things happening around us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't always got to go to every bear event. I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not really with that shit no more. I mean, I tried T-Bear, you was fun, whatever, but I don't, again, I'm good for the year, you know? 
Um, I have a I have a friend like that where I can just walk into his house and do that. I really appreciate that. No, but it's I remember, cool. I remember it, when he gave cool me his, my own um, code to his ring or whatever yeah. it is that he uses the, the little electronic device that he goes into. I think it's a ring. Um, yeah, but isn't it kind of cool though? Like to just kind of like walk in there and just like oh, cool, yeah, I was like I, I made it and I have my yeah. own code. Yeah. yeah, that's why, like, I think it'd be really dope as fuck, you know, but again, like, we live in, you know, in Memphis and stuff, and we don't have people like that. The only people who have, like, codes to the door are Zach's family members, you know what I'm saying? Um, but again, that's why we had to make a joke with our friends this past weekend. We we're like, that's why we have to import y'all, because we don't have anyone here, and they're like, ha, ha, ha. And then I'm, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like no, but I'm like, I'm like crying inside. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I wish people lived here locally. Um, but no, yeah. I um, I think we should definitely do a part two, though. I think we should do a definitely a part two. Well, yeah, I do. Cause I think the further discussion of like friends and their choices, because friends choices can also impact you. Like, the you know, what we should do that too. <laughs> Look at me. Where we like your own personal stuff. You know, what we should do like, we should go buy stopwatches and like, <laughs> and like put like little, like little timers and stuff like that. Like that way we can start actually, you know, flowing with topics and actually like having like, like, all right, cool. We'll give 20 minutes for this. And if we go under or over, then we'll take yeah, away Yeah, but we've from tried this. that kind of regimen yeah. and it doesn't work for you. You're just, you're so. I know, ADHD. Your ADHD, <laughs> the way it works. It's like mm-hmm. one minute we could be talking about this. You're like, you know what? This inspired something else. You're like a, a tree branch. So mm-hmm. you're rooted in one thing, but you have so many branches and you can just branch off. So we've tried to tame you what we can. You win that hair of yours. <laughs> it's curls, curls on curls on curls. But no, I think that again, you know, the new generation do better. And what I mean by do better is stop thinking like hashtags and and lack of. I think uh, no better, no better, no yeah, better, no so better, do, do better, better. you know, think yourself. better, see yeah. better, eat better. You know, Be more like, self aware. Yeah, watch yeah. bodies because that's what I think of y'all when I look at bodies, bodies, bodies. Like I think, think that that's who? what the general. No, 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 not you. I'm talking oh. about the, the Gen Zers. Like that's how I look at y'all. Like I look at y'all like like, like that weird. No, but it's just like what's funny is like, they they all like you know again. I'm not saying that just y'all. I'm, I'm also kind of just like not just going to continue shitting on Gen Zers or whatever because some of y'all are cool. Mm-hmm. I've met some of y'all that are pretty cool, but also there's a lot of y'all that are, are not. And and also it goes for the 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 millennials and it goes for the boomers and whoever came before them. There's a Gen was it Gen X or some shit. Anyways, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but you know again, start believing in people. I mean, I'm not saying that you got to believe in everybody, but maybe you stop ignoring people when they try to like reach out to you and you know because social awkwardness yeah well that's you know a mental health disorder to some it, it's it shouldn't be a crutch you know and then you wonder why no one's friends with mm. you mm, that part. and that's what sucks but anyways Wrap i gotta go up. pick up my brother Damn, i gotta, gotta go pick up my brother law from the airport <laughs> oh you are yeah i gotta go pick him up he gets here like in 15 minutes all right cool well you know this was a great episode back come back and i'm gonna do that again i'm gonna do like a third comeback mm-hmm. i'm gonna do the quote and it's oh, really yeah, I about the quote damn i'm really yeah. forgetting about like i know the, 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 the little structure that we have when it comes to these podcasts yeah i'm gonna start doing a sound effect too when we do the quotes you ready for you never <laughs> okay. Right, I hear like a, a little blow a bullhorn or whatever it's called. Anyways, anyways, to end this, <laughs> <laughs> to end this, this comes from my favorite Power Ranger, the original Red Ranger. Isn't the smallest chance of victory enough of reason for us to keep fighting? 
Yo, you and your software. You know, <laughs> that's going to last for a month. And then, like, it's going to be gone. He's going to be back to the disgruntled <laughs> pelican that he is. <laughs> no, that's why you got to be half and half. You know what I'm saying? Not only does Kramer got to be half and half. But mita, you know, mita. Right? Yeah. No, I get it. Pizza, yeah, yeah. pizza. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back, guys. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Back to our TED Talk and our bullshit. And yeah. So here we are. Episode and if one for some our reason, comeback episode. Yeah, and if for some reason you would like us to stop talking, send us money. We will, okay? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right. Well, peace, love, and cinema. We love you guys. We're back, fatties. Until next week. Adios. Bye. Bye.